Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Join me, the Black Knight says, and we can end this conflict forever. Never join you, the White Knight says. You killed my father. The Black Knight stares through the holes in his shiny mask, and he speaks words that burn into our hero's heart forever. Did you make that up, Mr. Quinn? Of course I did. <laughs> All right, kids. Time for bed. Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we watched the first of the Quabble's Choice of 2021 that takes us to jolly old England and asks the question, what if Batman were a dragon slayer? It stars Christian Bale, Matthew McConaughey, and Gerard Butler. It's 2002's Reign of Fire. But first, he's the black knight in the shiny helmet to my white knight who loses his hand and finds out the terrible news that the black knight is his dad. It's James. How are you doing, James? That's the most sci-fi part of this whole movie. And he's the brash American whose guns are out whether the sun is out or not. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? All right, all right, all right. Ah, for fuck's sake. <laughs> National fucking treasure. Shut up. <laughs> Look, he is the one of the only celebrities that I would actively try to sit down and smoke a cigar with. Oh, yeah. Well, I would smoke something with him, but... Probably not a cigar. Oh. Hey, careful now, because you're gonna. You're, Is you're it gonna thick make, and veiny? You're gonna make. Uh, you're, you're gonna make your boyfriend uh, gold. Uh, Goldblum. <laughs> right. Right. All right, James. What's happening around CBC this week? Uh, around CBC this week, didn't did we release something for for our quabbles? Uh that's coming out this week. This week, yeah. Is it? It is. Are you? Sh- I promise. Are you sure? I promise. Okay, it's coming prom- out this week. If you somehow throw us a couple of nickels uh, here at Smoking and Drinking in Space, you will be treated to a brand new show uh, that is uh, designed specifically to piss Jason off and make you, the listener who supports us, very happy. Uh, that's right. It's, what are we calling it? Smoking and Drinking in with Conspiracy Theories? I don't know what we're calling it. It doesn't matter what we're calling it. It's fun <laughs> to just really uh, make Jason sigh a lot. Uh, uh, this, this episode we'll be talking about, um, what did we talk about? I forget. Ghosts. You were the one that presented this one. I was the one who presented. We talked about ghosts. Uh, the the format is, uh, uh, we each, I have to present a conspiracy theory to the other two and try to convince them that they are real. I tried, uh, spoiler unsuccessfully, uh, to convince them, uh, that ghosts are real. I think, I think Rob might believe, but. All you have to do is tell Rob that ghosts love fudge rounds and he's in. Yeah, it doesn't take a lot. So if you throw us a couple of nickels, it doesn't take a lot. You too can listen to this uh, shit show uh, every month where uh, Jason sighs a lot and gets upset. And then I laugh at him and 
Rob. I don't know what Rob does the whole episode. It's pretty similar to what Rob does on this episode. Look uh, up um, this podcast. Yeah. Pictures of hot chicks. <laughs> did you just did you post pictures of hot chicks right now? Uh, well, yeah. Uh, so uh, there you go. Uh, you know what? And while you're on the internet, uh, giving us a couple of nickels so you can listen uh, to this uh, uh, to these episodes. Uh, go to creatorbrandcandy.com. Check out the the great family of podcasts we have there. Uh, if you're interested in becoming a podcaster or if you know people who are, send them there. Have them click the apply button. We're still looking for a couple of podcasters uh, for a gaming podcast, uh, Bad Gamers Anonymous. Uh, you might be familiar with it. You might not. It doesn't matter. That's what we're doing. Uh, and that's all that's going on around uh, CBC this week. All right, Rob, you got any news for us this week? Um, if I say no, can, can we just call it quits today? No. Shit. All right. Um, hey, who is, wait, 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 wait. Before you get started, who, who is this woman that you posted? This is Alex, man. This is Alex yeah, from the movie. Whatever. She doesn't do a lot for me. Well, I'm sorry, but. Well, I, I'm just saying. But I'm just that's saying. The, it's time for an eye doctor's appointment. Best I can do. I mean. <laughs> if that's the best you could do this week. We're, I, th- that was the know. only girl in this entire movie. That's, I, I mean, that's, do you, do that's objectively find- false. The woman, like we can get into it later, but there was a woman who finished the prayer. She was hotter than this chick. Yeah, but I don't know who that was. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the I only know. other thing I could do is just find some shirtless McConaughey pictures. No, thank. Well, Jason would enjoy that. I wouldn't. Well, that's true. Rob, uh, what's your news? So <laughs> a space hurricane was observed above the North Pole for nearly eight hours. I'm not sure what a space hurricane is, but we have them. It's a hurricane in space, Rob. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate. I thought it that. was pretty. I thought it was pretty apparent in the name of what yeah. the phenomenon was. Right. So apparently, it uh, it was observed by satellites in the Earth's upper atmosphere, and it was raining electrons instead of water. Okay, so um, it was in the upper atmosphere, so not really yes. space. No, 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 no. It was observed by satellites that were in the upper atmosphere. I don't know. Look, did you read, did you the, read article? the article? <laughs> Why do you guys always ask me that? Because <laughs> it seems like you don't ever read the article. The space hurricane, comma, observed by satellites in the Earth's atmosphere, Earth's upper atmosphere, comma, was raining electrons instead of water. Where did you get this from? Sciencefocus.com. Yeah. yeah, it's a thing. It's a real it's thing. A thing. Um, yeah. Apparently, this happened back in 2014, and they've finally gone through the data and all of that, you know, because apparently um, it takes six years plus to, you know, parse through data. So. Well, one of those years shouldn't count. Right. Yeah. So five Which years. Which one? Plus. 2015? <sighs> uh, anyway, so uh, yeah. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, well, it's interesting if we knew what the fuck you were talking about, but okay. <laughs> Scientists said that the hurricanes opened a rapid energy transfer channel from space to the ionosphere and thermosphere and would be expected to lead to important space weather effects such as increased satellite drag, disturbance in high frequency radio communications and increased errors in over the horizon radar locations. Okay, so it was an anomaly in the ionosphere, which is that, the yes. part of the the atmosphere that that like protects Touches us space. from cosmic the, rays. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> touches space. That's touches a, that's space. a brilliant way to put it, Rob. It well, that's space. what the the layer that is just that touches space. You just you've said it. Space. Yeah, it t- ionosphere touches space. Yeah, ionosphere. I'd like you to space. send that to professors around the world. And see if you can write a paper that can be peer-reviewed so everyone can laugh at you. And just not everyone who listens to this show. (laughs) What else you got, Rob? So I had a really interesting article. Um, A warp drive that doesn't break the law of physics is possible. However, it's behind a paywall. So that kind of (laughs) sucks. Why would you bring (laughs) it up? That's not a news article. Fuck! He's, that's clickbait, dumbass. That's Why? a teaser. That's a teaser. It's not a teaser if you can't actually follow through with it. Like that's uh, like that's like going to a strip club and not getting laid. 
or not, not getting a- in. <sighs> I mean, I don't go to strip clubs to get laid. That's that's a little. That's weird. kind of the point. It's like going to a candy store and not buying any candy. You can see the pretty headline, but you can't. You can't eat it. You can't touch it. You can't like other things with it. What I, what part of this analogy? Are you not understanding? I. Why are we talking about my analogy and not talking about what kind of an idiot you I, I think your analogy is kind of crossways, though. I think a strip club is like going to a candy store and not buying any candy. They're, well, it's the same thing. It's an analogy that goes into another analogy. Look, can we just make fun of Rob and <laughs> giving us a news article without uh, the news? Yeah, why not? Um yeah, okay, fine, whatever. I, I found some stuff. Uh, you sound really excited about this too, Rob. Yeah. I, look, it was a little slow this week. And frankly- For your bowels? I'm, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> too, frankly- Too much I'm, cheese? I'm- uh, Bound up? No, I was going to say I'm still reeling from um, WandaVision. Okay, yeah. Oh, oh, you watched WandaVision before Sunday? I watched it Amazing. last night, yeah. Wow, I am. I'm shocked. Well, look, there's a couple of things you could do to help with your your bowel problems. Number one, you could eat some sugar free candy. Oh, I, I no hear, kidding! I kid. Yeah. No, yeah, it, that goes through me so quickly, and it yeah, gives me that, gas. Not just that, like, that would be the first thing you could do. The second I mean, one is X Lax. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. I know much more about your bowels than I ever wanted to. Now, can we move on? <laughs> Are we going to talk about Wandavision? We can. It uh, it ended this week. If you had started it, um, go watch it. You can now yeah, binge it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It. It's, it's all really done. good. It's really good. It's it's quite interesting. Um, yeah, no spoilers. We won't spoil it for you if you haven't seen it. Uh, but um, but it's. I thought it was pretty well done. Uh, and Disney Plus decided to release those little vignettes like they did for Wanda and Vision before WandaVision. Uh, for uh, they released them early for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, nice! Right, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so those you, are those are up. Doesn't that start next week or week after? Nineteenth, like I think. Yeah, it's like a one day after, or is it before or after uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League? Yeah, one I think comes out the fifteenth, and one comes out the nineteenth. I can't remember which is which, but yeah, they both I, I, they both come out in like a week and a yeah. half, two weeks. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that uh, just because, uh, see, now I'm rooting for Hen- uh, Henry Cavill to come back as Superman because it sounds like Warner Brothers w- is just kind of pissed at him for some reason, but nobody really knows why they're doing it. And so I... Well, I hear I, it's um, part of it is, um, well, maybe it's, maybe he's not promoting because of yeah, he's not promoting yeah, because he's of not the snub. Promoting because of the snub, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I, I hope that like he's a great Superman. I really liked the first two Superman movies with him in it. Uh, I thought they were really well done. Uh, I didn't care for Joss Whedon's Justice League. I'm hoping Zack Snyder's Justice League will be a little bit more palatable. I, I'm not holding my breath. Ugh, I am already yeah. not thrilled about Snyder's Justice League just because of the aspect ratio it's using, but I'm still going to watch it and, and give it a try. Are you going to bitch about it? It's using a 4-3 you... aspect ratio. Was it was it filmed on a phone? I don't Seriously? know. Seriously? It's using 4-3? Yeah, it's using 4-3. I feel like it was fil- filmed on a phone now. I do, feel like he just kind of did this in I, his backyard. Do I need to go get my CRT out so that I can yeah, we watch should, this Yeah, we thing? should all go get old TVs now and yeah. What the? I didn't even know you could film in 4.3 still. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was like physically impossible. Like the the, the cameras would like explode or something. <laughs> no, I don't think that's how cameras work, but they Have should. Have camera explode, Rob? They should. They should be like, what is this shit? I don't. That's weird. All right. You got any more news for us? No, he, he didn't have news to begin with. I didn't with. really have news this God week. Yet. Look, I failed miserably. Yeah, you did. Who's ready for a pod crawl? Oh, for fuck's sake! About fifteen minutes ago. All right, let's do this. We can call it. I don't know. Say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. 
down. Pod crawl, pod crawl, excellent. Insert it deep, pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. In 2008, Weird. a hard drinking, chain smoking kid from London is walking to work after school. The bored queen, who also happens to be his mom, sends him to the foreman after she learns he's too dumb to go to school anymore. The foreman then sends him into a hole they just discovered, and while in there, Quinn gets a loogie harked on him by a dragon. As Quinn runs away with his mom, the dragon barbecues the rest of the tunnels, and crushes the elevator Quinn, and the bored queen were escaping in. The epistles of Quinn then tell us that the next 12 years, were a dragon-filled hellscape of fire, smoke and time magazine. Most of humanity has been charred, because dragons like their meat well done, proving they're monsters. It's 2020 now, and Quinn has set up a modest community, who are quarantining in a castle outside of London, but from dragons, and not Cornamidia. They subsist on a modest <laughs> diet of vegetables, turpentine, and Star Wars reenactments. After some disgruntled residents take it upon themselves one day to grab the ingredients for a salad out of season, a local dragon torches the crops and begins to torch the people until the castle fire brigade comes to the rescue. The dragon, having charred one of the crop thieves, sits down to some steak and salad while everyone else runs back to the castle. With a large portion of their crops gone, the people of Quinn's Landing are proper fucked, and to add insult to injury, an armored column of Americans, led by a sweaty-toothed madman named Van Zan, rolls into the neighborhood with tales of dragon slaying and promises of better days. And as luck would have it, there's a dragon to slay, so Van Zan takes his troops and heads out to kill the beast. But 2020 rears its ugly head and turns their plans upside down, when one of their X Games motorcyclists gets torched, and one of their skydivers runs out of happy thoughts. Quinn sets up the last radar beacon, and then plays rabbit to take the dragon to Van Zan. Van Zan takes down the beast with a modern-day harpoon, but this isn't his white whale, and the next morning conscripts a bunch of Quinn's B and B guests. Van Zan heads to London and arrives in the middle of the night fully aware that dragons see the best at night. But he loves a challenge, and his big line of tasty treats does the trick to bring the big bull dragon out of hiding. But it also does the trick of killing everyone but himself, his chopper pilot, and some rando. They limp back to Castle Batman where Quinn is picking up the pieces after the big dragon came to exact revenge on the people that dared to come and act as his food. Quinn, having lost his best friend King Leonidas, is ready to help Van Zen kill the dragon that killed his mom. This time, he suggests instead of just rolling down Main Street at night, to maybe try to sneak in and take the dragon during the day, you know, when they can see it. Van Zan is skeptical, but agrees to give it a chance. They find the tunnels with the dragon lifts, but he's onto them, and flees to the open skies. Van Zan has some special explosive crossbow bolts, which is convenient since Quinn had some crossbows at his castle. They have to get really close though, so Van Zan suggests they split up and use his pilot as bait. She doesn't seem excited about it, but agrees, and Quinn and Van Zan take up positions. Quinn, however, put his bolts in a loose pocket instead of securing the most important ammunition he had, and loses it while taking cover. Van Zen gets a shot, but it misses the mark, and realizing he's fucked, he takes a flying leap directly into the dragon's mouth in the hopes of sticking in its craw and choking it to death. It doesn't work, and it's all up to Quinn, so the world is pretty much doomed. However, Hotty Von Pilot distracts the dragon just long enough for Quinn to get a shot, and he sends the bolt straight down the dragon's throat causing a lethal dose of heartburn. The dragons are dying out, Quinn rebuilds with Hottie Von Pilot, and Roll Quinn puts up a big antenna to improve TV reception at the castle, Krennitz. All right, so 2002's Reign of Fire. James says it's not sci-fi. Rob, what do you think? Um, well, if we are calling Mad Max sci-fi because we, it was, we weren't, we weren't. Well, did you if, did you if call it? it? No, no, no. If it okay. was classified as sci-fi because it happened in a post-apocalyptic hellscape, which it didn't, by the way, this movie <laughs> does. Therefore, Reign of Fire, more sci-fi than Mad Max. Okay, I don't think that's how it works, number one. I, I think we need to come to some kind of agreement on whether or not post-apocalyptic hellscape uh, is, is, uh, is sci-fi. It's not really science fiction. It's more science fantasy. Now you throw in a dragon. Well, science and it's fantasy, super is, fantasy is a subgenre of science fiction. Yeah, no, I get that. And we, I think we made, I, like, I made the argument for Star Wars to be, to be on the show because it is science fantasy, and that's a subgenre. But this didn't have any of the. Again, I'm going to go back to the to the elements that when people generally think of sci-fi, this has none of that. 
I mean, it literally doesn't. These people were practically in the, the Stone Age. They weren't. It was more of the uh, in like the very early days of the Industrial Age. Uh, but it, they sure they, as hell had unlimited power. They had unlimited power. They had unlimited bullets. I don't no. no, they didn't well, have, they didn't have unlimited bullets. bullets. They ran out of bullets. Did they? Yeah, they, they, they well, turned over their the ammo stash and, and like half a dozen British. bullets came out. So <laughs> it's just not sci-fi. It's not. There's nothing about this in, unless you're going to say post-apocalyptic hellscapes are are sci-fi. I just, I don't see it. So I, I just absolutely don't see it. Uh, there, there's a couple things that I could think of that you could point to this being sci-fi. First, it is post-apocalyptic and that is a subgenre of sci-fi. But second, they're trying to explain that dragons are actual things. And the reason being, uh, they're, they're biological things. They're, they're the ones that killed out the dinosaurs way back when, and they're trying to give, you know, science fiction-y explanations for how dragons exist and how their fire breathing exists, which there's actual creatures on Earth now that have similar kind of dual chemical pockets that once combined create a, a an additional chemical that they use for defense. Right. Yeah. No, the bombardier I, be- beetle being one of them. Yeah. No. And, and I, that, fine. 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 So it's kind of evolutionary science fiction. Oh, it, 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 fine. Again, I, I'm going to, again, I'm going to go back to if you made Joe random watch this and say, would you classify this as science fiction? He would say, no, this is not science fiction. And then the second question you ask him is, is this a good movie? And he would say, no. This is I not thought a good it was movie. I thought it was a good movie. I mean, this isn't uh, the greatest movie in the world uh, by any stretch of the imagination, but this is definitely a movie where you just go, okay, I'm going to accept the premise as given, turn off my brain and just watch all the, the fun effects and, and fire. Which is saying something because Jason doesn't do that very often. Right. He only did this because Matthew McConaughey is in it. No, I enjoy only- Matthew McConaughey. I think he's a good actor. Um, I, have, I do too. I've enjoyed, you know, pretty much all the movies that I've seen him in. I think he would be a fun guy to hang out with. And that's something I rarely say about any kind of celebrity, but um, you know, I've seen him in in interviews and he's very active in the Austin community, especially the UT community and uh, does uh, quite a bit of uh, charitable work too. So, I mean, he seems like a decent hang. Oh yeah. I would smoke a cigar with him. He is one of the few celebrities that if I had like an Avenue to contact him, I would be like, I would love to have you on the show. We don't have to talk about jack shit that you don't want to. Like, we can just hang out, smoke a cigar. Like we don't even have to record. Can I just hang out with you and smoke a cigar? <laughs> like is that is that a thing, Matthew? Can I call you Matthew, Mister McConaughey? Like, how how would you like me to address you, sir? Like he's just that kind of guy. He's very cool. Uh, like he's got a book out that I want to get. Yeah, yeah, um, green lights. Yeah, green, green lighting lights, or uh, something like that. And, yeah. Yeah, so I like he's just he's he's he seems like a very down to earth guy that when you catch him in his element, when you talk about sports, when you talk about things he's passionate about, like he he'll engage you. But if you're going to I don't think he likes to be treated like a celebrity, right? Right. Probably so, not yeah, a I, lot, yeah. I mean, I don't know of anybody who wouldn't like to be treated like a celebrity a little bit, but well, sure, but I would. He's not the type of celebrity that I would fanboy over. No, like if no. I met him. I mean, I don't fanboy sh- over anybody, but I do. <laughs> I do. I mean, they usually have very nice rack. <laughs> of course, long hair, and we've yeah. got a long list of restraining orders <laughs> to prove it. <laughs> to That's prove right, one hundred percent. Yeah, but for like, I would sit. I'd shake his hand and be like, "I," because he's a he is a great actor and he was great in this movie. I think he played the character Van Sant. Oh yeah, yeah. Like fantastically, I, I, I Christian Bale. He had quite a bit of grunting. <laughs> I think that was yeah. just part of the character. I mean, he was half yeah. fucking insane. Yeah, and it yeah. came and across jacked. as he being half who fucking knew? insane. Yeah, who knew McConaughey could get so freaking jacked? Oh, yeah, he was. Oh, he's yeah, been jacked in most of his early movies. I think he's. Well, I mean. Even some of the more recent movies like uh, Magic Mike, he was fucking. I was going to say Magic Mike. Yeah. Yeah. 
That guy, the guy's, the guy's, he's not, he's not swole, but he is jacked. He is, he is, he's got some arms on him. He's got some, he's got some tone. He's got some definition. Like, you know, he's a he, sexy he's, guy. He's a pretty man. He's a, and I mean that in the most, uh, uh, complimentary way possible. He is a very, he's a handsome man. Men want to be him, uh, except Jason. And then you throw Jason in with the women who want to be with him. All right. Hey. <laughs> what? What? I know he's no Jeff Goldblum, but I seem to have a little bit of a man crush on uh, McConaughey. Uh, I mean, no. I like McConaughey a lot. I like his acting. I like his movies. I don't think I've got quite a man crush on him. Not 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 Goldblum. No, level. no, no. Okay. All right. Well, regardless, I, I I didn't like this movie. I thought his acting was great. I thought it was great to see uh, Alexander Siddig in it. Uh, I thought even Gerard Butler, I thought, did a good job. Christian Bale and his quote-unquote son, uh, whatever that actor's name was, I thought both of them were a little stiff. Uh, I, Jer- Jared? You talking yeah. about his, his, yeah. his adopted and I kid or yeah, the yeah. guy Dot that he found? Yeah. I kept waiting for them to die. So I was just like, please. Like, I'd rather see. And then I thought they threw the woman in there, whatever her name was, just to have a woman in there. And that just seemed silly and pedestrian. Yeah, she didn't. She seemed to be more like background than anything else. She was used kind of yeah. like a prop. Into, eye candy. But you can say it. She was used as eye candy. Well, yeah, not only eye candy, but but as a prop. I mean, she was basically part of the fucking helicopter, except for a few parts where she had to kind of move the story along or give background exposition. And right. that's it. That's all they used her for was was fucking a prop. And she wasn't really eye candy because they had her, I mean, in bulky clothing the entire time. Right, but you knew immediately. Like this is where I had like a, a problem with the the relationship between her and Batman, is you knew immediately like they were going to get together because she was probing uh, him about how he got his son, right? And then she was, she you could tell she was enamored with him that he he took this three year old right. in during a time when no one else could. And you're just like, oh, for fuck's sake, really? Like, did she? Like as an actress, did you not read this script and go, <laughs> "I am literally nothing in this fucking movie except you know fuck bait for Christian Bale"? Like, why am I? Like, this is stupid. I yeah, but I'm I'm sure the check cleared. So, <laughs> I guess as it, maybe I have the luxury to stand on on uh, my morals as what what roles I would take and what roles I wouldn't take because no one's offering me roles. Well, I mean, but is it morally ambiguous to accept this role or is it just kind of, I don't know as an artist, as an artist though. Right. Because actors are artists and I definitely think that that movies are art uh, and and it's an expression of the artist and how they portray their character uh, is an expression of art and, and how, yeah. So as an artist, I don't like, I don't know if I'd be able to sleep with myself at night. Uh, and I do every night. I'm, I'm sure whatever paycheck she got bought her a nice, comfortable bed that helps her sleep at night. Yeah, well, I suppose it could probably buy me more cigars. I'd probably take it. <laughs> you can't, you can't fit any more cigars. I well, it would buy me more storage. <laughs> <laughs> you can't buy any more storage. I hear there's a moratorium on storage. So there, there is this somehow. I have been, there is a moratorium now on storage, and I don't understand where this came from. I'm having a conversation with the wife later, and hopefully rainbows shoot out of my dick again. <laughs> and that moratorium is going to have to be some powerful rainbows. <laughs> it's going to have to be some powerful rainbows. Um, I wow. thought the I thought the movie looked really good. It was very fucking dark, though. <laughs> I would have liked to have been able to see a little bit more what was going on, but I thought they did. Uh, I thought they did the dragon models really well. The CG for the dragons. In fact, they. So, yeah. Go ahead. Did. No, no, I'm saying I'm agreeing. You've been quiet yeah. for a while, Rob. Go ahead. No, no, no. I I agreed. <laughs> Oh, That's I thought the, you were going to bring something of, of import into the conversation. Like, you, Well, you, I do yeah. have something to comment well, on the dragon, but continue. Go for it. That's why, what I was wait, saying. Wait, why oh, would okay. you think he had no, anything so, of import to say? Yeah, right? When when have I ever had anything of import to say? No, I thought no, I thought the dragons looked really good. Um, and, and I like that 
you know, when the that one dragon crashed after it got taken down, you know, they showed a bro the broken wing and things mm-hmm. like that, and it wasn't just like, oh, here's a dead prop. It you know, the the thing hit hard, and they they took the time to show it, you know, yeah, broken the- and mangled and and what have you. Yeah, that dragon uh, was actually a, a physical prop too, and it was uh, designed by one of the the FX companies, um, and they did a, a super good job yeah. on making that look realistic. Especially whenever he like reached in and grabbed the dragon egg that he pulled out to prove that it was it was a female. Um, they did right, yeah. look, they did really good on, raise the, on the effects. Was he going to raise that dragon? Father of dragons, right? <laughs> That's my question. Was he going to raise it? Like, why did he pull it out? Was he going to eat it? Like, why weren't they eating the fucking meat? Yeah, do, do dragons make good eating? I don't know. Right. That's a, that's that a good wasn't question. addressed. Wasn't addressed in this movie. I mean, very, the whole, I, th- the whole like, thing was, Hey, look, we're, we're, we're starving. starving. Yeah. I mean, like, they could have carved that fucker up and preserved. Oh, the they would have been, yeah. they would have been eating good for months. I mean, right. I guess, I guess that just depends on if the meat is like poisonous Toxic. or not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that too. I was like, well, maybe it's toxic, but they didn't address it. If they would have addressed it, even with yeah, one line and given it to Hottie McHotface, uh, then, and she could have been like, oh, it's too bad we can't eat this. It's toxic. Yeah. 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 But well, they didn't. But they didn't even give her that. I don't think the plot delved that deep into the, the mythology. No, it was pretty shallow. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing was well, pretty no, it was, shallow. It was pretty deep. They were at least four, 150 feet deep. <laughs> Right, right, right. All right. So let me talk. Let me. Can I start with one of the, like the very first thing about this movie that just really chapped my ass? Before you, before you get to that, Ugh. I want to ask a question because there seems to be some uh, debate out there on on this topic, and I, I, I want to ask both of you. Well, let let let's start with with Rob first. So, Rob, why am I always first? <laughs> Were these actual dragons? Um, or were they wyverns? Th- oh, I see where you're going with that because because dragons are typically um, four legged creatures and wyverns are two legged. Use creatures. their wings, yeah. Use their wings as their front legs. Mm-hmm. Um, Seen as Game of Thrones has decided that wyverns are dragons, I'm going to go with they were dragon enough. Um, the one thing they weren't dragon were balls uh, because they were all female. Um, so they had that going for them. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I'll say they're a dragon. So you're going to say dragon, James? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, being a a, a lifelong D and D, oh wait, I don't I don't play D and D. Given all the movies that came before that had dragon, yeah, I don't care about any of them. All the movies that came after, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Who is having this fucking conversation? Who is watching Reign of Fire and going, are these wyverns or are these dragons? So. I did a little Who? bit of research on the fly. Who? Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I did a little bit of re- research on the fly. And according to Wikipedia, holder of all knowledge, a wyvern is a, a legendary fan, bipedal yeah, creature that never existed. winged dragon, usually depicted with a tail ending in a diamond shape. So they do say it's a winged dragon. It's just a bipedal version. So, you know, technically... I guess yeah, a dragon. Okay. What? What do you think? Nerds I don't give what shit. do you think? The basement. Really fucking care. asking this. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You don't even care, no, and you right, bring this thing you. up, and we're thank like, you. I'm trying to come out with a with a thought provoking answer. Um, almost made it all the way through without saying something about dragon balls, but <laughs> oh my god! And you don't even care. No, I really don't because no. yeah, I mean throughout. Throughout history, dragons have been portrayed in in various different ways. They've been called various different things. Um, so to try and and classify uh, a, a specific depiction of a dragon as the definitive depiction of a dragon, you're never going to do it. What what incel internet forum 
is debating this. Oh, there was a huge debate whenever uh, the dragons were revealed in, in Game of Thrones on whether they were actual dragons or wyverns. It was. It I was, want. Yeah. This is what I'm going to do. All right. Because I feel sorry for all the assholes out there that are debating this. I am going to sell my cigar collection. All right. This is a humanitarian effort. And I'm going to buy you all hookers so you can get fucking laid. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Those are going to be some cheap ass. All right, James, go for it. What were you going to say? <sighs> All right, look, uh, does the, does Britain in 2002 not have OSHA or their version of OSHA? Um, like why is why is this kid know. going? Why why is he going down there? Why is everyone like, hey, you want a cigarette? Hey, well, you want to be? He, look, I remember 2002. Like you weren't you weren't asking kids if you wanted a beer. Or if you wanted a cigarette. Well, not if you weren't on a list. Right. So, like, I have a huge problem with that. I, so are they are they portraying uh, 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 Britain, the British Brits, as, like, weirdos that are trying to make kids into degenerates? I don't, I don't understand. That's, that's the very first thing that really chapped my ass about this movie is that. Number two, in some assholes is like, hey, there's a hole here and we don't know what's back there. Can you climb through it, kid? Because my fat ass won't go. Right. <laughs> Even okay? if his fat ass could go, he wasn't going to go. No. So <laughs> why, like, again, like, there are rules in place. Like, child labor was against the law in 2002 and, and putting a child underground while they're building a tunnel and then they, like, it's not safe. He kept saying it's not safe. It's not safe. Even before the kid showed up and then he's like, hey, kid, go back there. Like, what the fuck? Like, I have a huge problem with that. And all of that because they just wanted him to be the one to find the dragon. That was dumb. He didn't need that. It could have. There were there were plenty of ways to do it other than portraying putting a child's life in extreme danger, even without the fucking dragon. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. So the, the the whole premise of of how they kind of set up the plot was was dumb. I mean, I can see maybe a kid going down to the construction site. He probably wasn't supposed to, but his mom was the head engineer on the on the project, so he yeah. probably had special access, and everybody knew him because they'd probably been working on that for years and years. And and he could stay up top. Well, I mean, yeah, but, the going going down is where it it broke. Sure, right. Sure. Like, hey, yeah. can somebody get my mom? I'm here to yeah. see my mom, please. But do you? Think I'd rather that, not go down the dangerous shaft. <laughs> but do you think that all construction sites are are you know they follow inherently the rules dangerous to the for children? They follow the they rules. They do. Yes. Yes. They I think do. with children, no. I think I think with children, yes, they do. Especially ah. if it's the child of a foreman, they're probably like, hey, I, I'd really like to keep my job today. Why don't we keep you up here in the office? And when your mom is done, she'll come up. No, she's not sucking off all the miners. She's down there like digging a tunnel. So don't worry about OSHA it. OSHA existed in the 80s, and I was on construction sites working in the 80s. As a child? As a child. Okay. Well, there are child labor laws in place How now old that prevent that. Huh? How old were you? I was around 10, 10 to 12 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Doing child what? labor. Were you getting paid? <laughs> digging fucking ditches. It sucked. Were you getting why, paid? Wait, why? No. <laughs> so wait a minute. Why were you digging ditches? Okay, right. this is this this is um, story time with prison? Jason. <laughs> no, no, were this is story prison? time with Jason instead of James this week. Were you doing hard time? They were like dig this ditch. <laughs> Do tell. How does a ten year old dig ditches at a construction site, not get paid for it, and still hard time? Do hard it. time. Were you on a were you on a chain gang in fucking nineteen fifties Georgia? <laughs> Nope. Ah, cool hand, Jason. I am a like, man. I don't, right? like, I don't understand what sorrow. you were doing. <laughs> yeah, no. It happened. I don't... How? Explain. Why? So, as a kid, the world especially wants in to the know. summer, uh, when both of your parents work, you got to go with one of the parents, and whenever one of your parents is a nurse and you can't sit in a fucking doctor's office in a medical setting all day, you go with the other parent, who uh, doesn't want you fucking around on a construction site, so they hand you a shovel and tell you to dig a fucking ditch. <laughs> oh, that sucks. That sucks. Wow. Donkey balls. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my God. Wow. Wow. 
I feel, I, you know what? I'm not going to make fun of you for the rest of the show. Because <laughs> I feel sorry for your summer child. Like, you know what I did my summers? I fucking swam in my pool and fucked off. That's all I did as a kid. Must have been nice. It was very nice. <laughs> it was it was amazing. I feel very sorry for you. And now, Rob, I'm sorry. You're going to get it doubly hard the rest of the day. And that's the <laughs> first time anyone's ever told you that, I'm sure. It's just how I like it, doubly hard. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. So, um, you mentioned well, that terrible that the disappointment. Effects. We'll see you next week. So <laughs> right, right. We're, we're out. So we're done. You, you mentioned the effects and the CGI and all that. And I mm-hmm. honestly, I thought that I thought it held up um, even yeah, to today's standards, too. with uh, one uh, exception. Uh, 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 one, yeah, the, the one exception. Um, not the castle part. Um, when he was on the castle, burning it down. That did not look good. Okay. It looked very fake. Very okay. fake. I didn't I didn't notice that one near as bad as McConaughey up on the chimney oh, about yeah, to shoot that an bad. arrow. You know what that, that reminded me of? Yeah, that bad. one. The first Deadpool. Bad. Yeah. The first the very first, first Deadpool. The, yeah, the Oh, the, oh, oh, uh Weapon X Deadpool. Weapon thing. X. Yeah, where yeah. he was oh, up on yeah. the Yeah, it yeah. reminded me of that I'm like, oh that's fucking terrible. Yeah. Yeah, that composition where they have them in front of I know, probably uh, a why? green screen, and it just why? didn't blend very yeah. well. Why? No. I mean, well, they, it's you Matthew can't see fucking McConaughey, and he's a national treasure. If he and falls he's not off get, a fucking silo, well, no, no, of death, no, no, you don't even see him on a silo necessarily. It's not like panned out. I mean, it is a close up of him, and the background looks like shit. Get yeah, a the, they get a fog machine well. and a cloudy day, and you can uh, you well, know. Well, they already used that trick earlier with the guys falling out of the sky, so they weren't going to use it again. I mean, a lot of the special effects look good because it was implied. Like certainly, you could see the dragon, and there were lots of places where you could see the dragons, but there were also a lot of places where the dragon was implied whether by shadow, by just sound, by whatever. So it cut down on dragon ha- sight. Right. It, it cut down on them having to spend a ton of money on always rendering a fucking dragon. Right. And I thought they, I thought that was shot pretty well, to be honest yeah. with you. I thought they did a really good job of, of doing that. But there were some places where it was obvious that that's probably what they should have done instead of trying to CGI it. Like there were like the big guy, the big the, like, I don't know what are we fucking calling the giant dragon of stupid. That. Okay. Uh, like, he just looked too big and bulky in some places, uh, even at the end scene uh, or the, that end uh, battle. Like he just, it didn't look right all the time when he was up on the castle, uh, burning it down. It didn't look right. But when he was. Yeah. I thought the took, scale that they were showing the dragon at, on the castle versus when they were yeah. facing him face to face. I thought the, off. the scale was off. Yeah. Way off. Uh, but when, when or that was I just thought a they, tiny castle, I thought they did a really right. good job. <laughs> the castle for ants. Uh, when he wiped out the army or whatever, like the, whatever he was wiping out the line of soldiers in one line. Yeah. Could, the, the line of soldiers uh, yeah. that were going to go kill a dragon in the middle of the night. It's a when dragon in the middle of the night. Right. Yeah. It was canny eyesight. Yeah. That's uh, number one. That was dumb to travel mm-hmm. at night if they, if they know that that's when their eyesight is the best. Number one. Number two. Well, well maybe, maybe they were expecting dragon, to get to London at twilight. When a dragon's only, when a dragon's only form. Uh, of offense for the most part, like its major form of offense is, you know, breathing fire in a straight line. Maybe don't put all of your troops in a straight line ever. Outside. Right. Ever. Well, and that, like, that brings up my question. How the fuck did Van Zandt survive as long as he did? Because he was underneath the, the guy was not. No, I mean, oh yeah, he's obviously a self-preservationist, but the guy was not a strategic genius. No. Right. I mean, no, even whenever he finally took down that first dragon, his plan was to set up those those 3D beacons, which didn't go as planned. Uh, his plan was to launch the, the archangels, which didn't go as planned. 
I mean, none of his plans really panned out and it always ended up in, in this kind of ad hoc figure it out as we go along mode. And he ended up losing a ton of personnel every fucking time. How did they make well, it across he, the fucking well, ocean? That was my next gripe with the movie is if they control the skies and there's still thousands of them uh, uh, around, how did they get across the fucking ocean with two engine plane? Number one, with all that equipment it makes zero sense. Number two, uh, if Hollywood has taught us anything, if, if they've taught us anything, which I don't agree with this stereotype, I'm throwing that out there. I do not agree with it. But in any kind of post-apocalyptic, uh, stressful, or wartime situation, if the person leading you sound like this, maybe find a different leader. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Like, with the good old boy from Kentucky had an epiphany. And I took down that motherfucking dragon in the uh, twilight. In the twilight, the magic hour. Maybe uh, just say thanks, no thanks. Sell your wares down the road, motherfucker. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. This would have been a much better movie if he had been a con man. Because I, we've all seen those, uh, uh, those, those movies set when dragons roam the earth before right where somebody comes along and it's like hey i'm a dragon slayer i'll slay the dragon everyone's like what fucking dragon right so you would imagine in a post-apocalyptic world where dragons are actually ruling the air and wiping out humanity that there would be a lot of con men going around to get free food free oh, shelter yeah. free ammo that say i've killed a dragon right it would have been better if van sant was one of those right. selling a like but it selling wasn't. snake oil yeah yeah, but he, he wasn't. He was a fucking uh, American, which is apparently worse than dragons in the post-apocalyptic yes, future. Yes, I can yeah. see that, yeah. God, I hate you so much. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he just was inept at everything he did except crossing the ocean. Like He was even inept in the story that he told him. He's like, he came down twice and didn't take out the heart of our men. That's when I had that epiphany. Like, I've lost a shit ton of people, but that's when I realized I could kill him because, you know. He's we were kind of the, maybe we were out in the open Can't in the fields see. of Kansas. Yeah. Right. Out in the open. Can't differentiate man between the corn. <sighs> Is there corn in Kansas? I think it's yes. wheat. Yeah. I thought it was both. wheat too. It's both. Are you sure? Yes. I don't care. You know how I know? <laughs> my my dad I, ran into a cornfield one did night. You not, because, did you not hear? He uh, I said fell I asleep care. at the wheel and the road moved and he didn't. Did he die? No, he just woke then up. Then I don't care. I care even less field. now than what I did. But I don't care. You know, if he if he died, I would so I would other, be like other, other people can have story time. Yeah, but it's your story time you. sucks. It's like your news time. Your story time wasn't that great last time either. I have a great story about a guy named Taco. If you want to hear it, I don't. I've got a question for you, James. Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Is Reign of Fire this tale of dragons coming back? Uh, more sci fi than 112263? All right. So uh, I'm going to have to compare both of these movies and really uh, take a really hard look. Uh, in one, there was a closet. In the other, there's dragons. Nope. 112263, more sci fi than Reign of Fire. <laughs> Rob, you got a haiku for us this week. Wow, I do. Uh, this haiku is titled Fire, Water, Burn. The roof's on fire. Let the motherfucker burn. Burn, motherfucker. <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. Thank you. Funny uh, enough, those lyrics actually come from a 1985 DJ track. And then they've been resampled by uh, Bloodhound Gang. I was going to say every cheerleader squad from California to New York. Yeah. The roof, the roof, the roof, the roof yeah, yeah. is on fire. Yeah. Right, right. But Bloodhound yeah. Gang made it. I mean, that's where I knew it from. But uh, uh, apparently, I heard this in the 90s. Cheerleaders. Uh, 
every basketball game you'd go to. Well, the, the roof is they, on fire came out in the nineties from the yeah, the roof game. is on fire. No, well, yeah, by the by them, yes, um, but original originally. Um, it was a song by Rockmaster Scott and the Dynamic Three, and it was released as a single in 1984. Isn't is the Bloodhound Gang the the band that dressed up as monkeys and do it did it like they do it on the Discovery? Yeah, do Channel. it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah but apparently, they yeah. <laughs> apparently uh this was and, and and it's like four minutes into the into the um uh track before they ever say those words you remember that you remember that comedian on mtv green what was his first name um, i'm surprised tom you haven't green. tom you green it's the same type of humor uh that that the bloodhound gang has and i just i didn't care for it then you're pretty I care when you're drunk i care even less about rob's stories now you're pretty when I'm drunk, and I'm pretty fucking drunk. All right. Well, that's been your Bloodhound Gang trivia for the the episode. Jeez. Who's hey, got awards? You should be happy that I did some research. <laughs> no. Well, too some... bad it wasn't for the news. Oh no. Who's got awards? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Rob, who's got your black lung? Earth. Earth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James. Uh, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but that was really good. So I'm going to give Rob that one and just say Earth. Okay. You can't, you can't give it to McConaughey. I mean, he, all he was doing was chewing on the fucker. Uh, right. I wanted to give it to McConaughey. I really did, but uh, he, not he had to have, he had to have been smoking it at some point, though. Because it got shorter and shorter as the movie went on. No, he just kept putting more of it in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. he did shove almost half the fucker Jesus. in his mouth at one point. Uh, I'm like, this is cigar abuse. Like, why? Like, you know, in a post-apocalyptic future where finding a, a, a cigar is hard, why are you just chewing on it? Jesus. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey is getting flavor. my black lung because of the cigar. And not only because of the cigar, but when he pulls it out at one point and they got a close-up of his face, he's also <laughs> yep. fucking dipping, too. Yep, I saw that. But I was wondering if he was just dipping so it looked like he had, like, pieces of tobacco and shit uh, from chewing on the cigar. No, I think he was dipping. I, I know people who've dipped and smoked at the same time. God, I can't imagine the fucking nicotine levels. That they're, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. No. All right, James, who's got your uh, head lush? Uh, my head lush goes to everyone in the entire castle for <laughs> drinking <laughs> a lot. Right. Rob? Yeah, I was going to, I gave it to uh, Quinn and Creedy for sure because uh, they had the tub hooch at the beginning. Yeah. Mine's going to go to Creedy because not only did they have the tub hooch at the beginning, but Creedy knew exactly how to get it down with the least pain possible. So oh, that's you, you got you yeah. to swallow it quick so it only burns yeah. your stomach and not right. your throat. Your throat only throat. out. Yeah. Uh, it's not shocking that Gerard Butler would deliver that line. <laughs> you don't like Gerard Butler, do you? I don't mind him. I really don't. I thought he was good as King Leonidas, but I'm struggling to find other roles that I like him in. He's been in a few rom-coms that, meh. Um, I can't come up with any. He was, uh, he played in the uh, White House is Down or whatever. Yeah, White House yeah. Down. Yeah, White, White House, House Down. down. Yeah. No, no, uh, Angel Has Fallen. Angel has, uh, Olympus, Olympus has, has fallen. fallen. Yeah, Olympus, Olympus has, has fallen. Yeah. White, uh, yeah, there's three of them. But again, yeah. but those are, those are more turn your brain off and enjoy the action oh, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Than, than this one. Yeah, other than that, I'm not, I, I'm not sure. I'm just, yeah, I'm just mad at this movie because it's not sci-fi. <laughs> hey, you know what's interesting? He voiced, uh, he was a voice in How to Train Your Dragon. So, Reign of Fire. Oh, that's right. He played the dad. Yeah, he played the dad in How to, How to Train Your Dragon. So, Reign of Fire was kind of like a, a, a stepping stone. Yeah. So, he moved yeah, on yeah. From, from getting killed by a dragon to raising a son who flies a dragon. Do you, mm -hmm. know, what, do you know what isn't interesting? 
Rob's dad crashing into a fucking cornfield. <laughs> Rob, who's got your player? <laughs> I'm giving my player to Quinn for getting the American chick at the end of the movie. Okay. Because you, they were holding hands when that thing faded out. She's not really American, really? though, right? Well, she know. no, she's uh, uh, Polish, I believe. Okay, I'm trying real hard not to make a joke. She was uh, yeah, no Polish, Polish, joke. Polish, Swedish. Well, it's going to be a Pole joke, not so much a Polish joke. <laughs> she is she God. is a Polish Swedish actress, singer. And I already model. have. I have I have too many restraining orders. That's known for her playing <laughs> Natalia Samanovanov. You want to try that again? No. <laughs> Um, she played no, one I of the Bond to. chicks in Goldeneye. Yeah, I mean, the, the accent came through in this movie a few times. Mm. Just saying. The I mean, hot she, chick in Goldeneye was the brunette. Just saying. The hot chick she in was, Goldeneye. She the was the, oh no, that she was, was uh, Jansen. Wasn't yeah. it yeah. Jansen? Fameek, yeah, Fameek. Fameek Jansen. Whatever. Yeah. All right, James, who's got your player? Uh, my player goes to the big giant stupid dragon for inseminating millions of oh. of eggs in literally what's uh, was apparently months. It wasn't wasn't like a slow uh thing. It was he found all these yeah, eggs. Yeah, he's like the fucking Santa Claus of dragons. Yeah. 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 Delivering his seed all across the world in record time. Yep. And the only one that can do so. So wait, hats off to him. All right. My player's gonna go to uh Quinn for getting the uh getting the hot chick at the end. Yeah, it was the only. It was the only chick. Like I don't understand. Like Gerard Butler had a woman in his bed. Uh, True. The idiots that ran around and and uh, like fucked around and got burned at the uh, at the farm. They like one of that one of them had a woman in their bed. Apparently, True. a lot of times because they had so many damn kids. I right. Know. But Quinn doesn't have a woman. I, he did though have a small boy. That came into his bedroom. So maybe they're trying to tell us something. That's his stepson. Stepson. Maybe. maybe stepson. Quinn Adopted kid. Adopted kid. A, maybe Adopted Quinn was kid. a priest. He went there. Eek. Okay. <laughs> James, he did lead, got your purple hippo. He did lead him in prayer. I'm just saying. <laughs> Jeez. Hashtag, you're welcome. Uh, who's got your purple? Uh, my purple hippo. Who 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 recommended this movie? Star Lord. Yep, yeah, Star Lord. You get my fucking purple hippo award if you ever make me watch something so stupid again. That's not sci-fi. Like, if it's dumb and sci-fi, fine. But this is just dumb and it's not sci-fi. Congratulations, Star Lord. Hunt you down. I I don't know what I'll do, but it won't be pleasant. Rob, who's got yours? I gave it to Van Zant for being dragon crazy. Yeah, mine's going to go to Van Zant, not because of his dragon craziness, but just because you you blow your load at the top of this tower facing down a dragon and you miss your chance because of the dragon about to torch you at the same time. So and he just fucking embraces it, goes, leans into that fucking shit and jumps at the dragon with a big ass fucking <laughs> axe. <laughs> Which Quinn He's proceeded like, to pick up and use late, uh, know, later on, apparently. He just like, plow his uh, fuck it. I'm fucked anyway. I'm going to try and take this bitch out. Now, you know what, though? I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. Like, you know you're fucked. There's nothing you can do. You know what? Lean into that and like try to do something. Like, I respect that. Like, way to go. Like, I like that. That was that was the only part of the movie where I was like, you know what? Goddamn. <laughs> I hope that I have the fucking nuts to do that if if you know I'm ever in a similar situation. Like there's no, it's a no win scenario. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best to take a motherfucker out with me. I, I won't. I'll be sniveling in the corner, crying, and probably pissing myself, uh, and saying goodbye to Rob's mom. But I hope. All right. Well, that brings us to our movie for next week. Our next quabbles choice for next week comes from T Flu Forty Four. God damn. No, it's T Flu. If, if you're from Canada, <sighs> we're not. Flu. Are you from Canada? No, that's right. I'm not. I know how okay. to pronounce it. T flu. Yeah. T flu. And this most definitely is sci-fi. Oh, thank sweet Jesus. 
It is the movie where the creator of a virtual reality called Oasis dies. He makes a posthumous challenge to all Oasis users to find his Easter egg, which will give the finder his fortune and control of his world. Directed by Steven Spielberg, it stars Ty Sheridan, Olivia Cook, and Ben Mendelsohn. It is 2018's Ready Player One. All right. A little bit of sci-fi, a little bit of BGA. And a lot of fucking nostalgia. This oh, is what yeah. I, Tons this of nostalgia. Drip. Has anybody seen the movie dripping. yet? Yep. Yes. Has anybody read the book? Yes. Nope. So there was a podcast in our previous lives that I had gone on a few times and I had read the book uh, so that I could be prepared for that as well as watch the movie. Um it's not bad, I guess. I don't know. I'll talk about it next week. I mean, if you want to find out if I think it's good, great. Okay. I guess tune in next week. If you don't give a shit, well, you probably just figured out what I think of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Funny enough, this is one of the uh, one of the exceptions where I've actually seen the movie before I read the book. So uh, it'll but be you interesting. Have read the book. Yeah, I have read the book. All right. It'll be interesting to watch the movie again after having read the book. So, Which did you like better? I think I like the book better. He'll, t- he'll tell you next week. We'll, we'll well, find out uh, you I were supposed to. The movie. All right, let's, told us. No, let's go back to it. Okay, so James, you ask, which one do you like better? Rob, Jason you're not directing say, one of your fucking bedroom movies, okay? Jason will say, well, I don't know. We'll have to find out next week. That's called a teaser to get them to come back, Jason. Yeah, Jason knows what a teaser is. He knows but, what a setup is. But All right? he, I, I, he we're totally not dealing with you. It. Podcast gold versus podcast soil. All right. Fuck it. I quit. I quit. <laughs> Finally. Oh, my God. It took forever. With that amazing revelation, that's all we've got for this week. Our outro, intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Podcrawl music is Snack Mix by Machette. Around. If you like the show, please read review. That's all it took. That's all it took. Give us feedback on our Discord channel. It's God damn it. It's over. It's over. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Just cut right there. Yeah, we're done. It's done. done. We're done. Great. Perfect. Oh, my God. That was pretty good. That was pretty good, Rob. Yeah, you're welcome. You redeemed yourself with that one. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh.